Good afternoon. This is Motorsports Podcast Network coverage of the Cal Club Region SCCA U.S. Majors Tour races at Buttonwillow Raceway Park on the Sunday, September 6th. This is our second race of the weekend. Uh, we are getting ready for the start of race three. This is our, uh, our production class, our small uh, closed wheel class. We've got our GT3 cars, T2, STL, T3, T4, STU cars. The, uh, the race group has begun their pace lap. Let's give you the qualifying order. Starting in row seven on the outside is Taz Harvey in the 199 car from Danville. On the inside of row seven, Guy Laddig. He is in the GT3 Mazda RX-7 from Woodside, California. The sixth row on the outside is Philip Clark in the 33 T4, T4 Subaru BRZ from Oceanside. On the inside of row 11, Jack McEachern, car number 21. That's an STL Acura Integra from Santa Monica. Row five on the outside, Dale Shoemaker in the 52 car. That's an STL Mazda MX-5 from Henderson, Nevada. Inside of row five, car number 98, Dave Zink. He's in the STL Mazda RX-7 from Corona. Row four on the inside, uh, on the outside, is car number 91, Richard James. That's the STL Mazda MX-5 from Chabuco Canyon. In row number four on the inside, number 74, Ross Murray. That is a T3 car. The car is a Mazda RX-8 from Marina Del Rey. On the outside of row three, car number 15, Steve Borlick. That is the STL car, car number 15 uh, from Los Altos. That is a Mazda Miata. Also in a Miata from Glendora on the uh, inside of row three, car number 13, Todd Launchbaugh. Row number two on the outside, Wes Molno in the number 10 STL Mazda. That is, he is also from Glendora. On the inside of row two is Morgan Trotter, car number 61. That is an STL Honda Civic from Temecula. Your front row, number 73, Christopher Qualls in a T2 Ford Mustang from West Los Angeles. And your pole sitter is car number 38, Troy Ermish in a GT3 Nissan from Tracy, California. That is your starting order for race group three here as we get ready to take this uh, last of uh, five races of our afternoon here. We had two before lunch. All right, the lights are out on the pace car. The pace car is making its way now uh, into the pits. The field should be coming onto the main straight. Diane Kyle has our green flag. We'll see if she chooses to fly it here. If the cars look lined up well enough as they're coming towards the start stand, waiting to see, waiting to see. The green flag is in the air as 15 cars start barreling down towards the first corner. We are racing here. We've got some three ride wide racing back in the pack. Here they go through the first quarter. Two by two, halfway through the field. So far, no issues. Looking good through the first quarter. Now they head down to the A section, which is a nice little hairpin, which gives them a little uh, uh, boost going onto our, our back. It's not really a back stretch here, but a short shoot down to what we call cotton corners and then the grapevine. The cars have pretty much gone into single file now as they move towards the uh, the back straights here. Today we're not utilizing the dog leg, we're utilizing the uh, the bus stop. Which, if you're thinking Daytona, it's not quite like Daytona. Uh, it's a 
it is a right left left right combination uh, but it's a pretty fast area it's just a nice little section of track that we don't typically use so it's not really a chicane it's just a different section of the racetrack here all right all of our cars flying through the bus stop here without any issues our leader is already through the uh, through the Riverside corner and heading down the drag strip. That's a d another difference with our track configuration this weekend. Uh, we are not utilizing Phil Hill, which is uh, a little chicane in that area there. So it's a straight, pretty much drag race down to the Star Mazda corners. And that has actually become a pretty nice braking zone and passing zone uh, that we've seen a lot of passes happen there this weekend. The only other problem with the Star Mazda turn is that's a corner I cannot see from the start stand or from uh, the tower in the announce booth. So, uh, what all happens back there? It's kind of like what happens in the Star Mazda turn stays in the Star Mazda turn uh, because I can't see it. So we'll just pretend like it uh, it didn't happen there. Although that is where a lot of passing is happening this weekend. All right, here comes our leader crossing our start finish line uh, for the end of the first lap. Well, so it says here that Wes Molno was our leader. But unfortunately, I, I don't buy that. It looks like we had some cars with some uh, that might not have a transponder on. Because I know I saw Troy Ermish and Christopher Qualls pass the start-finish line. And maybe their transponder's not working because they were in first and second. Uh, it was Ermish and Christopher Qualls and then a bunch of other cars. So we'll see if that gets fixed here. Uh, but it... Because I saw the timing and scoring is showing Wes Molno as the race leader at this point in time. It could be my feed also. So let me go open up my second little screen here and see if I can come up with a better. Uh, it could just have been that my screen had gone to sleep. We'll see what happens here. The field's now making its way on its second lap through the bus stop and towards the. Uh, towards the chicane or towards Riverside yeah no definitely some issues going on here uh, with some of the cars transponders not quite sure what that was but we'll see what happens we'll give it some time I may have to do it the old-fashioned way and just kind of keep an eye on what's going on here maybe on the second lap here we'll get things caught up some dealing with some high heat high temperatures here this weekend at button willow uh, yesterday right at the end of the day on our last uh, race of the day uh, we had a, uh, a temperature just above 100 degrees um, the forecast today is for 109 out here I'm waiting to see what the temperature is right now 99 degrees as we start our racing so it's gonna be really warm this weekend okay the uh, timing and soaring computers are catching up now uh, may have been that my system was all turned off and not turned on early enough. But anyway, what we have now, as I said earlier, Troy Ermish is your race leader after two laps. Christopher Qualls is in second, but a 10-second gap already between first and second. Then my system picked up. Wes Molno is in third place now with uh, Todd Launchbaugh, Morgan Trotter, Steve Borlick, and Taz Harvey, uh, who was qualified in the last row, already moved up to seventh place overall on the grid so 
uh, he uh, was able to move past a bunch of cars. He had some mechanical problems yesterday. Went for a <laughs> went for a, a rough ride and ended up in a section of the Buttonwillow facility here. Uh, that's uh, it's actually onto a, a new portion of the facility that isn't even open yet. So uh, that was a crazy ride. But he's back out there today. Glad that he's okay and they were able to get the car put back together for today. All right, our leaders are now heading down the uh, heading down towards that uh, drag strip area again, the portion of the track that I can't see. A pretty wide range of speed differentials here in this class. In this class, uh, we've got. Um, well, I'll be able to tell better on the speed differential as the next clap. clap. Uh, lap clicks off. All right, here we go. That lap for Troy Ermish was a 209. A 206 for Christopher Qualls. So Chris Qualls is really catching up now, it looks like, uh, running some fast laps. Ermish. A 209. I'm not sure if he had a little hiccup there on that lap. Uh, but the fast cars in this race are doing 206s. Uh, the slower cars, I'll give you some idea what that is here. We've got a slow car down the front straight here. The 21 car uh, just pulled off drivers left on the front main straight right along the pit wall. Uh, that 21 car is Jack McEachern. Uh, that's an Acura Integra. Definitely a mechanical, definitely a mechanical issue. He's in a real rough spot, so we're gonna definitely have to get someone out there to uh, to move that car. This is one of those rare situations where, because of its placement, uh, we may end up with a a full course yellow because that's going to be a real hard spot to get him. But our ES crews are pretty awesome, so we'll see what they do. Here comes the tow truck to pull that car out pretty quickly. Hopefully we can get them snatched safely and moved off the track without having to go full course. Definitely a local yellow here from the start stand. Um, our leaders should be coming by here not too long down the road. If they stay far enough driver's right, this can happen pretty safely. Hopefully they won't have any issues. All right, here comes your leader, Troy Ermish. Followed by Chris Qualls. Chris is still four seconds a lap faster, so he's uh, slowly going to be clipping off and, and moving this a little bit closer here as this race goes on. The second place car is now Wes Molno, actually. Trying to see what happened with Chris Qualls here. I haven't heard anything, but... All right, here's our leader coming through the bus stop. Now, uh, even though uh, timing and scoring is showing Wesley Molno in second, it's actually Chris Qualls in the 73 car. All right, our 
emergency services crew, the tow truck operator who was able to get out there and snatch that car right in the middle of a hot racing lap, took him off the track without having to go full course yellow. Fantastic job by those, by those folks. The 21 car is now out of harm's way into the pit lane and we can go back to a full course of full green action here. Here comes your lead cars here through the start-finish line area. Just coming onto the main straight and heading down towards the start stand. They're going to complete lap five here. That's Troy Urbish. Your second place car is Chris Qualls. Wesley Molno is third. Todd Launchbalk fourth. Taz Harvey fifth. And Ross M Murray is sixth in the 74 car, at least he should be. We'll see what happens when he crosses the line. Yep, that was Ross Murray across the line in fifth. That's your top five here after the completion of five race laps. I'm wondering if it's possible that the 73 car is having transponder issues and that's why that car is not registering as it crosses the timing line. The good news is that our timing and scoring people are on top of all of that kind of stuff and uh, they're not only using the computer system, which we're all used to, uh, they're also doing the manual scoring as well. Uh, so if in fact it is a transponder problem, uh, they'll still be able to score uh, they'll still be able to score Chris Qualls in the 73 car in, in that second place position, even though that's not what it says on our timing screens right now. All right, we are at our halfway point. Let me give you a full field rundown at the halfway point. Our leader is the 38 car of Troy Ermish. Your second place car is Christopher Qualls. In third place is Wes Molno in the 10 car. Todd Launchbaugh is th third or fifth, uh, fourth. Taz Harvey is fifth. Ross Murray sixth. Richard James is seventh. Dave Zink is eighth. Dale Schumacher is ninth. Jimmy Rivas is 10th, followed by Philip Clark. Steve Borlick, Morgan Trotter, and Jack McEachern was a 21 car, uh, which pulled off on what looked, I think it was the second race lap, he pulled over with a mechanical issue. So that's your full field rundown here after uh, 14 minutes of racing here. Uh, we're going to 25 minutes, which should be right around 12. Right around 12 laps. So we've got a pretty good battle on the track for the lead in STL. Wes Molno is uh, in the 10 car. He's followed by Todd Launchbaugh. There's an 8 tenths of a second gap between those two cars. And it's been going between 8 tenths and 3 tenths and 8 tenths and 3 tenths for most of the race. Uh, so that's one to watch. Also our lead up front, our race up front between Troy Ermish and Chris Qualls, uh, that race has been about the same 
uh, about three, four seconds between those two cars uh, for the last five, four or five laps. So uh, that could end up being something here towards the end as well. This time by uh, eight tenths of a second gap between Molno and Launchbaugh. As we get towards the closing laps, we'll see if either of those two, uh, if those two battles can tighten up a little bit. As we start to push towards the closing, we're at the 17 minute mark now, just short of 17 minutes, which means uh, we've got five, eight minutes left in this race. So we've got probably four more laps is my guess. All right, as our leaders come to the line here, I'm gonna do an old school gap between the two of them using the old stopwatch here to see if I can't see what the distance is. The gap right now, right about six and a half seconds uh, between Troy Ermish and Chris Qualls. Uh, the gap is a little tighter now between third and fourth. Uh, Wes Molno and Todd Launchbaugh is now down to four tenths of a second. So, those are two gaps that we're going to try to keep a close eye on to here as we get to the last three laps, maybe four laps of this race. Looking a little deeper into the field, you've got uh, positions uh, five through ten. You've got Taz Harvey, Ross Murray, David Zink, Dale and uh, Dale Schumacher, Philip Clark, and Jimmy Revis. So that's your running order right now after nine laps complete uh, with about five minutes left, five and a half minutes left in this race. Race group four, race group four, you can head to the grid. Race group four, you can head to the grid. Uh, there's about 10 minutes left in the group three race. Race group four, you will be out next. Uh, that is our Formula F and Formula V cars. So if you're in those cars, you can start heading to the grid for Group 4. All right, we've got five minutes to go in Race 3. Still the same cars up front as we've had the last several laps. Troy Ermish and Chris Qualls are your race leaders. Uh, they are in... Uh, Ermish is in a GT3 car. Qualls is in a T2 car, so... You know, they're racing for the overall lead, but they're not racing against each other class-wise. Uh, but then you've got your first battle for class. The STL class leaders are uh, Wes Lee Molno in the 10 and the 13 car, which is Todd Launchbaugh. Last time by, they were about four-tenths of a second separation uh, between the two. They should be coming by here in just a second. We'll see if that gap is closed anymore. Here they come. Oh, it's even closer. It's going to be about two-tenths of a second, I think. Uh, it says four tenths of a second. I don't buy it. That looked a lot closer than half a second. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I guess the, the computer doesn't lie, but uh, definitely close enough where Launchbaugh is in the slipstream of Molno. So, you know, he could be biding his time here and waiting for the right time on the last few laps here. I think we're going to get two more in before all is said and done. Uh, so he might be just saving his, uh, saving his tires, saving his brakes. Uh, for the idea that once that white flag comes out, he can go make one last, you know, bonsai move to try to try to take the lead here. We're also in a situation now where the front 
the, the leaders are starting to encounter some back markers on the racetrack. So that could also play into uh, the situation. And I will say that now, even in half a lap, uh, the gap between Molno and Launchball has gotten larger. So that could, that could be the end of that for uh, Todd Launchball. It went from four tenths, and now I'm going to say it's probably closer to two seconds, uh, just from my eyeball stopwatch. We should say Ermish and Qualls coming back into our view now here in just a second. Here he comes down the main straight. This is going to be... A little bit of a gap. Yeah, we're still right around the same four seconds here. Here's the gap. I'll be interested in seeing how big of a gap does Molno now have over Launchbaugh. Yep, it's now grown to one and a half seconds. All right. We're hearing the one lap to go next time by. So we're on our second to last race lap. The gap's up front probably don't all right here's our leader Troy Ermish coming through the bus stop for the second to last time he has uh, grown his lead over the second place car now uh, I'm gonna guess it's probably closer now to six or seven seconds. Here comes the second and third or third and fourth place cars, the STL leaders. Uh, Todd Launchball has closed that gap a little bit with a lap and a half to go. He is in striking distance, but he's going to have to put together some of the best laps he's driven here to get to this point. And if he's going to close that gap before and have a chance to make a pass here, he's going to have to really drive two and a half or one and a half perfect laps to make that happen. We will keep an eye on that. So that's an actual class battle here in STL as we reach into uh, grab our final lap here for race three. Race four, race group four, race group four, you should be at the grid now. I don't see any cars for race four at the grid. So you should be moving to the grid now, race group four. All right, our leaders are coming around to take the white flag. It's in the hands of our starter, Diane Kyle. She's waving that white flag to Troy Ermish as he comes by. Here he comes. About a 10 second lead over Chris Qualls at the line here. Here's our second and third and fourth place cars as they go racing into the final time here. Todd Launchball looks like he's gonna try to make a move going into the first corner here on the last lap. Let's see if he's close enough. I don't think he is at this point. As long as he hits a couple of good spots, he's gonna have uh, one more chance or one more really good chance going into that star Mazda turn at that end of that really long drag strip straight away uh, on this final lap. He's gotta do some perfect corners here though to make himself set himself up for a perfect exit of Riverside. That's gonna be key here. A little bigger gap going right now as they come into Cotton Corners and down towards the Grapevine. If he can get it together, 
close that gap, have a perfect exit to Riverside. That's going to set him up for a potential pass going into the Sar Mazda turns. That's going to be his last gasp effort to be able to win this race. So the race we're really looking at is a race for STL. Wesley Molno in the 10, Todd Launchbaugh in the 13 car. Uh, I would say three car lengths difference now as they head into Riverside. Launchbaugh is going to get a perfect exit to Riverside, which it looks like he's closing the gap right now. If he can catch the draft and outbreak Molno going into 3A, that's the Star Mazda Corners, that will be his one chance to make a pass here and win this race. Unfortunately, this is the portion of the racetrack I can't see. So I'm sitting on the edge of my seat just like you are, wondering what's going to happen. I'll know once they come into my view just before they get onto the pit lane straightaway here and heading down towards the checkered flag your guess is as good as mine but we'll know shortly what the result was here comes our race leader it's troy urbish he's going to get the win christopher qualls is going to come in second but the race we're really interested in right now is a race between molno and launchbaugh we're waiting for them to come to our view there's a lap gap car a lap car that is not going to be in the way oh west molno goes wide coming out of the main straight is that enough for Launchbaugh to come up and take the lead. Right back, uh, nose to tail. He's gonna try to squeeze in there. Not gonna happen. Even with the little mistake on the last corner, Wesley Molno was able to hang on for the win. The gap between the two of them, 0.228 seconds at the line. 228 seconds. What a finish, folks. We'll get you a full field rundown here uh, as soon as all of the cars take the checkered flag. Troy Ermish and Christopher Qualls were able to uh, keep their gaps together. It ended up being about nine seconds at the line between first and second there. But the big race of the afternoon in this particular race group was between uh, Wesley Molno and Todd Launchbaugh. And uh, Molno had went just a bit wide going uh, out uh, of the final corner onto the start-finish straightaway, but it wasn't enough for Launchbaugh to take advantage of. And at the line, uh, the gap between first and second place in STL was 0.228 seconds. Waiting on a few more cars to take the checkered flag. And then I'll let you know what the finishing order was here. This, of course, will be the provisional uh, finishing order. All right, it appears that all of our cars have taken the checkered flag. So your race winner was your GT3 class winner, Troy Ermish. Your second place finisher was your T2 class winner, Christopher Qualls. Then you've got your first three cars at STL. Wesley Molnell, Todd Launchbaugh, and Taz Harvey. Uh, T3 second, uh, first place was the sixth place car overall, Ross Murray. Then you had David Zink and Dale Schumacher. Your T4 class winner was Philip Clark, finishing ninth. Uh, your STL class winner was Steve Borlick. I'm sorry, no, STL fifth place finisher was Steve Borlick. Yeah, he finished 10th. The 11th place finisher was the zero car of Jimmy Rivas. He was your STU class winner. And then Morgan Trotter finished 12th. Richard James and Jack McEachern uh, were not running at the finish. They were your 13th and 14th place finishers. That's your full field rundown here for race group three.
Race Group 4 will get underway in just a second. I'm Brian Belansky, and this is the Motorsports Podcast Network.